0: TV and movies if you're listening for the first time welcome make sure you hit that subscribe button or whatever platform you're listening to my voice on also take a few extra seconds to write comment all greatly it. so yes we are here and we're kind of doing a roundup felt like I haven't done a roundup in a while <laughs> um but I was like oh my gosh what are we going to talk about or what are we going to discuss? I did watch Rebel Cheer Squad, which is, I guess you can say, I don't know, like a spinoff or part of the Get Even series, which I have discussed Get Even before, but like (laughs) this is a roundup. So I guess we could talk about uh, Rebel Cheer Squad, even though I am mostly going to be focused on streaming or streamed shows. So before I get into that, this is a solo hostess show. It is just me. Um, We could potentially go in circles. There will be spoilers um, for anything related to the movie or show that I will be discussing. And yeah, if that's not your vibe, it's a free world. There are so many other, like literally so many other (laughs) podcasts that you can go and check out. So, how are we going to do this? Do I want to do Get... I really don't want to talk about Revelature Squad. Long story short, I thought it was just like, okay, very, very predictable. Um, I didn't, I mean, I guess because Get Even is based on a book, if I'm remembering correctly, apparently there's a series of books. And so, for some reason, they were like, oh, we're not going to do like a season two with the same people. We're just going to do like the next... Story, which is, against the guess, the cheer squad. I mean, again, y'all know, especially if you listen for a while, that I do watch a lot of like young adult teen type shows and discuss it on this podcast. I think this one was probably a little too, too, like, it was sort like, oh, it's just something to have on in the background. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't even really have any, I took notes. But I didn't really have anything to take away from it. It was eight episodes. They were, like, less than 30 minutes. Like, 20 to 25 minute long episodes. and went pretty quickly. Um, They try to layer in like, a lot of our, um, like, issues and topics that are generally layered into a lot of shows like this. So, issues around, um, like, identity. Uh... Issues around bullying. Mm, I'm trying to think of what else. Mainly bullying. Because, you know, Get Even was about bullying and the kids, like, taking it back. So, it was just a lot of that. Overall, I was like, uh, I mean, I don't think it's something I'm going to be like, oh, you have to watch it. Or, oh, it's a must watch. um, Or that I even feel like I missed anything if I didn't watch it. So, I don't know. Don't want to spend too much time on <laughs> Rebel Cheer Squad. But that was that. Let's get into some of these movies. That was like a really quick What? Hopefully these movies will be quick too. So I have five movies here. I haven't done a roundup in a while. Roundups generally, we go through and, um, we spend about five, hopefully five minutes on each movie. Could be longer, could be less. Um, and I just pretty much go through, talk about what I liked, about the movie or enjoyed. Um, some of the things that stood out. Um, it's really not a recap. This is literally me being like, oh, this is what I thought about this movie. So first one on my list is, and this is kind of an order of how I watched them. I did not watch these all at once. Uh, this is spread over, um, over weeks, <laughs> starting back in June. So, and we are now in August. So um, one of them was my fake boyfriend. So my bake, my, my bake, my fake boyfriend, which starred Kenan Lonsdale, Dylan Sprouse, and Sarah Highland. And people were, I'm sure we're all very familiar with, um, in their own, in their own rights, depending on what you've seen them in, they've all been in a wide range of things. I think we were talking about, who I've discussed the most on this podcast, it would be Keenan Wonstow because he's been in quite a few things that I've actually discussed on this, on like my podcast. So he's been in The Flash. He's been in Love, Simon. He's been in Love, Victor. He's been in, oh my gosh, that Netflix movie where I was like, oh my gosh, I love this for him. Like... (laughs) there are quite a few things so when and then Dylan Sprouse I don't I haven't really discussed anything that Dylan's been in of course Cole Sprouse his brother Riverdale is probably top of mind of something that I've discussed but I haven't really discussed anything with Dylan in it I have watched um things that Dylan has been in Um, specifically being the movie series that I said, I will never talk about on here because it's a guilty pleasure, which is the, um, after we fell, like all those, the after series after we fell, after we collided, um, after (laughs) I talked about how much of a guilty pleasure that is for me personally, they are not a plus stories at all or A plus movies I just really for some reason like to watch them so in that respect I will never discuss them on this podcast but um I did see him in that and then he was also in another movie that was like in in a school I feel like his choices as an adult as far as like what he is like acting choices have been very interesting but yeah so I thought that this was in my Do all these movies I'm gonna go through I genuinely enjoyed them yeah they may have low ratings on IMDb and things like that but like I wasn't mad at them sometimes you just need something that they're on and feel happy about and go on re- with your life. And I feel like all these movies were kind of like that. Um, So my fake boyfriend, um, which was around Keenan Lonsdale's character, Andrew, who's pretty much in a horrible, um I guess you could say toxic relationship with a guy who like mistreated him. And then they created his whole fake boyfriend, which like blew up. I thought it was funny. The fact that, and I guess it, I can It kind of made me think of um, the guy who is not really Tom Cruise. I can't remember what his handle is called, but essentially how they're using like technology to, because he kind of in real life looks a little bit like Tom Cruise, but like they're usually using, I can't remember what they call, what they call the actual tech. I don't know why I can't think of it, but they're using that and changing his face to be to look like tom cruise's face and he's doing all of these things and it genuinely looks like tom cruise like that is kind of what this was reminding me of and i just thought it was so interesting and so um speaks to like the state of where we are and where we could go when we talk about social media and like how much of social media is not really real i mean i feel like we have all these moments um, in time, especially like post social media age or in this post in this social media age where people are like social media is fake. We want people to be more real. And then it, it feels like it happens for a very short period of time. And then everything just kind of goes back to being very curated, very like not realistic. But even though everyone's like, oh, everything you see on social media is not real. But like we're still doing it, even like the whole no filter thing. Where even that was like a hashtag, no filter, but then now like people are still using filters. So I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting way to like tie in a, or center a story or a love story or a romantic story around social media in a way where it's like, this, this could actually really legitimately happen. Like he, an A, is it AI? is he using AI technology? I don't know why I can't think. This is also like my end of day brain. So like all of the, the things that I should be able to quickly recall, is just not happening. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, but, um, I think it's AI. I don't know either way. So they, he created like a whole person and had this guy literally doing like TED talk like presentations (laughs) and he got so consumed and it also speaks to just like how um influencers today like people they don't even care enough to even be like oh is this like a real person they just started sending him all this stuff he started making all this money talking about um Dylan's don't Sprouse character, Jake, because he was the one behind the fake boyfriend. So I received all this money, was literally able to live off of this fake person that no one ever was like, oh, is he real? And then when they had to kill him and they had the fake, the fake funeral. And then the guy, um, What was his name? Nico showed up at the funeral. I was like, this is so bad. This is going to be so bad. He showed up and was like, there's no one in the coffin. It opened the coffin and he's so fanatic in (laughs) it. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. Like I said, these aren't like, I'm not being like, oh, these deserve Oscars. (laughs) But all these movies literally, I was just like thoroughly, genuinely laughing had a lot of these, or like genuinely having moments, um, very, um, heartfelt moments, as you'll see as we get to the later movies. But overall, I thought it was fun. Um, every time I see Keenan Lonsdale on my screen, I'm like, oh, I miss seeing him on my screen. Um, cause he's had a very interesting career over the years. We know he took a break from acting, um, with The Flash, and then he kind of came back, and he's been like off and on. He's actually been doing a lot with his music. So I don't know. I love seeing him on, on him on my screen. I think, especially his choices, because he's he's tending to pick more on like the comedic side, not so serious. Which I'm not mad at. I'm enjoying at the moment. But I I think he can also do some um, some serious things as well, as well as Dylan. And I I don't know. I when it comes to twins, I can usually there are clear differences so to me there's always something that makes even if they're identical where I'm like oh I can tell them apart or oh they look different and as watching this I'm not like oh this seems like Cole genuinely in everything I'm seeing Dylan in I'm like oh this is Dylan like they just pick totally different types of um roles and I thought this was funny um and it was interesting to see him in this as well and then Sarah Hyland I feel like she also does a lot of like comedic funny roles as well as far as when it comes to like her doing movies I didn't watch um oh my gosh what was the show she came from that was on for forever with Sophia what is her last name Sophia forgotten no Sophia (laughs) gosh I can't even think of her last name um but yeah Modern Family that's the show but why can I not think of her last name? Why do I want to say it so weirdly? I say it incorrectly. Now I need to look up. No, I was sorry, right, Sofia Vergara. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Ignore me. But um, I thought this was an interesting role for her where she wasn't necessarily playing like the leading lady role. She was kind of like, ai don't want to say a background character, but she was like a side character, a supporting character. Um, and I thought that was fun. So that was my fake boyfriend. <laughs> Moving on to Anything's Possible. So Anything's Possible. This was on, I should say, um, oh my gosh, what was this movie on? My Fake Boyfriend was on Prime. I'm pretty sure this was on Prime. We're just going to say it was on Prime for now (laughs) because I can't. This is... I can't quickly find it. But I'm pretty sure that my my fake boyfriend was on Prime. Uh, moving on to Anything's Possible. Anything's Possible was also on Prime. And this was set in high school. <laughs> and this was about... Um, around a trans girl. Which is like a different story. A Gen Z kind of coming of age story. Um... And it follows Kelsa as she navigates her senior year. And so these are a ton of new faces. Eva Rain plays Kelsa. And then we had... Oh my gosh, this has been a while since I watched this. I can't remember if it was Cal. I feel like it was Cal. How you say his name? But yeah, a lot of new faces who I've never seen before. This was directed by Billy Porter. I thought this was a very... A cute, sweet movie. I appreciated uh, that the focus, even though it was like around... Like this is a a leading character who's a trans girl. Which I'm trying to think. Is this the first... I mean, this is the first um, on my podcast of a movie that I've discussed where the leading... Um, or the lead role is, like, a trans person. Actually, no. Well, no, because I haven't talked, I haven't discussed, um, oh my gosh, Pose. I haven't discussed Pose on here. So, I can't count that. But as far as, like, in this age range of, like, high school, this is the first, to my knowledge, that's been on, like, A streaming platform supported by a major streaming platform I could be wrong let me know but I can't think of any but yeah I thought it was a very cute story um I was heavily invested in this relationship I think it um hit on one I like I enjoyed that it wasn't necessarily like a it was a happy story. So I don't feel like by the end of it, it was like, oh my gosh, crying tears, or like something horrible happened, whereas like a horrible bullying situation, even though there were some um, things that happened between Kelsa and her friends, specifically, what was that girl's name? M. Because um, there was some, what's the word? There was some, some of what M's mother like her influence, which was not positive, was a negative influence, like her thoughts around um, trans people were not positive thoughts. And so I think that influenced the way that Em reacted to a lot of situations um, between her and Kelsa. And so like when we have that moment when we finally like meet her mom in the office and we're like, oh, your mom's like literally, um, do I just call her a bigot? Because it's kind of like what she is. But like your mom is not like a great person. And you kind of see like that kind of influence that she has on her. And it takes her um, seeing that whole thing playing out to be like, okay, wait, no. Like I lied. This is what really happened. Um, So we do kind of have that. And I think it was interesting that Kelsa and her mom like she wanted her mom to treat her like she thought a normal 17 18 year old girl would be treated by their parents and she didn't want to have any like special treatment and she didn't really want to talk to anyone about being trans like she all of her her like thoughts and getting that out and her about how she feels about things she she um reserved for her like youtube page And so I think that's where we see a lot of, like, the conflict happen, especially between her and Cal and, um, her and her mom. It's, like, she won't open up enough, especially for Cal, to, like, let, let him in and, like, talk to him. Um, it's always hard to be, like, it's hard to have, that's a very open and honest relationship if there are areas that you don't even really want to talk about or that are kind of like off-limits. So, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting way to go about telling the story. I thought it was very mature of them. By the end of it, um, when they are going, about to leave for at least her, she's going to I think California for school and then he was doing like a a tech score, like in a tech, um, tech certification, not necessarily like going the normal route of going to, like, a four-year university. I thought it was very mature of them, specifically Kelsa, being like, hey, we're only, we just graduated high school. Like, we still have time, or we still have so much time to, like, figure out who we are, and I wanted to use that time to figure out who I am. If you listen for a while, you know how I feel about young people and relationships, so this was right up my alley. And I appreciated it. Um, so, yeah, I thought Anything's Possible it was very, 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 very cute. All these, well, I, mm, this one in Honor Society. <laughs> so, I feel like those two are more so targeted towards like a younger age group. So, like high schoolers, um, potentially preteens. Like, I feel like I would not have any issues if I personally had kids. I wouldn't have any issues with them watching these. Movies, I, as I always say, if you have kids, like you should know what they're watching. Um, It is up to you to manage that. Um, And I, if I had had kids, would be watching these things with them because like kids have questions. If they have questions, you can be able to answer them. And therefore, they're not going to outside sources to get answers to their questions or going to the Internet, which we already saw. And um, oh, my gosh, why can't I remember what that show is? called the show that I think is just the cutest thing on Netflix where he googled am I gay I was like you don't you don't want your kid to do that because you don't know what the results are going to be um but yeah so I thought that that um overall I would watch with my kids I will let my kids watch on their own honestly I'll probably let them watch it on on their own I'm trying to think I don't think there was anything really that was like oh my gosh like I would want to be there to answer that question um depending on how old they are so yeah I thought it was a very cute um story I love the this like fresh new perspective and I'm always like a advocate for like telling various stories um and not limiting ourselves to like one type of story because then like we are literally living our lives in with one type of a lens and we're very multifaceted people. Um but yeah Heartstopper is the show that I was trying to think of from Netflix that was just, like, so adorable. Love that show. Love that show. Cannot wait for season two. (laughs) Okay, moving on to Not Okay. So Not Okay was interesting because when I saw... I think I saw the artwork for it show up, like, in my... Rex and I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't want to watch this. But then I think I was on social media, cause da, and I saw the actual trailer and I was like, wait a minute, this is something I would watch. I need to find it. So this one stars, um and literally it had literally just dropped, so I didn't really miss miss much. But this one stars Zoe D- Dutch. I don't know why I always am like, is it Dutch or is a Dutch? Um, <laughs> Dylan O'Brien mia isaac and this one was also interesting another one focused around social media i think an interesting way to tell a story focused in the social media age and like a different perspective of like how to tell the story so this one is around um a girl who's pretty isolated on her own um doesn't really have a lot of friends and She works at this, this, I don't even know, was it a magazine or was it like a website? We're just going to say she works at this website (laughs) as, uh, um, doing in like the photo area. She's trying to write. She's not really getting a lot of, um, like interest from her manager. She's not moving up. She's not able to form genuine friendships. It's just something completely off about this girl. We we see that immediately once it starts. Like, there's something off about her. You know, like how there are people who literally just don't have, um, like, what's the word? They, it's not even that they're not compassionate. It's just that there's no empathy. <laughs> And like you get that automatically Like we get that as soon as We see um What was her name? Danny On the screen like It's just it's just something there That's missing to like Connect to make It seem like she genuinely cares about People and not necessarily just only About herself like she's not it's not even Self-absorbed it's just like Not even (laughs) self-aware I don't know if that makes sense, but she was a very interesting character. And so she fakes that she's going to this, um, like journalism retreat workshop thing in Paris and actually there ends up being a terrorist attack. And the reason why I think this is a very interesting way to go about telling a, um, social media story is that like, And they say this at the beginning, which I don't think that they need to say um, when they do the warnings about, like, flashing lights and then they were, like, in um, a female character. I can't remember the exact wordings, but, like, something along the lines of, like, a female character that you're not going to like. So, like, you already go into this knowing like, you're not going to like this character. I don't think they need to put that warning in there because, I mean, right off the bat, it was pretty much like, okay, there's something wrong with her. Um, And I think that makes it feel like you're you're expecting or you're trying to like you're trying to prepare yourself for a response or give yourself an excuse in case you get a response that you know is coming I don't know it was a very weird thing to put as a warning um just because it was very blatant that there was something wrong with this girl <laughs> Um, And so she was not that, she was not a likable character. Um, And you don't really, at least for me watching it, watching it, I didn't really feel empathy because I felt like there were so many opportunities for her to come clean before things like blew up in the end. And I was glad that in the end, like there wasn't really a redemption story for her because like you literally lied to Millions And maybe even billions of people And said that you were You escaped a terrorist attack And you used that to like Boost yourself into like Fame (laughs) And then not only that but then you took another girl Who actually went through a very tragic Experience of being um, Involved in a school Shooting Losing her sister And you lashed onto her Like a freaking leech and used her in your in your um, progression or your um, rise to fame. And so, like, you just had... She had so many opportunities, I think, to, um, like, come clean early on. And she had so many opportunities to make a different choice, as in not posting on social media, not um, going to do interviews. Like, so many opportunities, and she just... It just was not clicking in her head. So by the time we get to the end of it and she's like pretty much the most hated person um, in the world at the moment. Because like she lied about being involved in a terrorist attack. It's like you can't really feel sorry for her. And then when we get to the end when she goes to the show to see um, Rowan performed because she was going to try to apologize to her and then she hears her her poem that was that Rowan wrote based on everything that happened to her as a result of being in a friendship with Danny, and she was like okay no like there's literally nothing I could say that would be valid in this point because I'm a horrible person I'm in the wrong and I was happy that she realized that and I was happy that we didn't that there was no like redemption for her and she didn't go to Ro- Rowan and be like, oh, do you, I'm sorry, do you accept my apology? Like, no, you're a horrible person. No. Dylan's character, um, Colin was very interesting. Uh, they said that he was supposed to be based off of like bro like dudes in social media who like have like a lot of followings. Apparently Zoe says she has actually met people who are like him, which is like tragic. <laughs> But that character, he was horrible too. I was just like, oh my gosh. So yeah, that was a very interesting way to go about um, telling this type of a story that evolves around like influencers and social media. So I thought that was interesting. Honor Society. So Honor Society, I was excited to watch that one. This was the first movie i I believe, or the first thing that I've seen um, Gadden in. So, Gadden Matarazzo from Stranger Things. He was in this, he played Michael, and then we had Andre Rice, who played Honor. I thought this was a very cute, interesting movie. Um, this was based in high school. Essentially, they had a very creeper, creeper. Um, What's the word? What, is, what are they? School psychologists? What are they called? I can't remember. Very inappropriate. Very inappropriate um, behavior towards honor. Um, Mr. Calvin, he essentially had an in with someone that he knew at Harvard. And essentially, he was only going to recommend one student. And so this was her honor going through and... Being like, how can I take out my competition so that I can get that coveted spot? And so we get introduced to her um, competition, which is Michael, played by Gatton. Travis, played by Armani Jackson. And Kennedy, played by Amy Coombe. I will say, honors France. Very one-dimensional. Like, very one-dimensional. No depth there at all. Like... If you want to go back to, like, 90s, 80s level, like, teen teen movies and the the Friends and those movies, like, literally, copy-paste, copy-paste. Like, there was no depth there at all. Um, and we ne- didn't even really need them. They were literally there just to do honors bidding, and that's it. Like, nothing there. So, I have nothing to say about them at all. It was just, like... Nothing, but, um, I think the thing that was interesting for this, this one, because they try to, they try to play a couple of tricks on us because, you know, Gadden, I think, I think we're already coming in, especially if you watch Stranger Things and, um, we, and you're familiar with, uh, his character in, um, or his character as Dustin In Stranger Things, like, he's very likable. We all love him. So when you come in and you see him in this role and it's kind of like, you're like, oh, this is going to be, like, a cute little, like, high school. Like, oh, I don't like you, but then now I like you. And then, like, we, by the end of it, like, we're in a relationship. But it was like, no. They're like, oh, we have a plot twist for you. (laughs) So come to find out, like, he was out here just straight up lying (laughs) The entire time he was not some poor kid who lived in a foster home who really needed like this opportunity to go to the school. He actually had money. His his family had money, which I thought was so an interesting, like ask or twist on this movie as well, because I feel like it was so much emphasis of needing to go to this one specific school to be able to get out of that town and never come back. But one, these kids are doing very well, like academically. They seem to come from, I won't say come from, like, a lot of money, but, like, middle class um, kids. So, like, I think they're if they take advantage of going to school wherever they go and just, like, do what they need to do, there's no guarantee that they would essentially end up back in their hometown. So I thought that was interesting that that was, like, the big thing of, like, I have to go to this specific school to make sure I don't come back here, um, which I think by the end of it, Honor realizes that she doesn't need to like, hinge all her bets on this one school um, because there's so much more to it than that. Um, but yeah, he was out here lying. He um, actually lived in a nice house, had actual parents, um, and was literally while Honor was out here trying to gain like her competition, He he used her to take out the other two, so to take out Travis and Kennedy, and then think she was taking out him while he was doing reverse psychology and really taking out her. I like that twist. I y'all know I watch a lot of like stuff where we have to like figure out who did it and all that. So like it's always I'm always in that mindset. So when I come to something like this, I genuinely. And granted, I did not watch a trailer for this. I think I watched actually no, I don't think I watched a trailer for this at all. I just was like, oh no, I did. I watched it once. It was it showed up in my social media on social media. So I think it was Instagram, in my Instagram feed. Um, but it was a really short trailer and I wasn't really paying attention. I was just like, Oh, Honor Society, oh I know who that is. Oh, okay, I'll put it on my list when it comes, when it drops um not okay was on hulu <laughs> i keep forgetting to say what streaming service it was on um freaking uh honor society was on paramount plus i believe and um yeah so going into this i'm just expecting it to be like your good run of the mill teen movie Uh, by the end of it, like I said, at the beginning, they're going to be together. I'm not expecting any type of, like, twists or gotcha moments. So for us to get that gotcha moment, because I came into this, like, oh, we're just going to sit here. We're not going to have to think about anything. Like, when I watch these types, all these movies that I'm talking about, I literally watch them so that my brain doesn't have to think (laughs) at all. So when we have the gotcha moment, I truly was like, huh. I mean, it makes sense now that I think about it. (laughs) But I was not expecting for that to happen. But there were moments that I did was like, okay, there's something. There's something a little weird going on. Especially in when they first started hanging out. I was like, uh, there's something there. To the point of like conniving. I, I just was not expecting it to go to that level of him being like, oh, working her. But there were moments where I was like, huh, something seems off. But I don't know why there would be, like, I'm not expecting there to be anything that happens there. So, I don't know. I genuinely was like, oh, okay. Okay. I see what you guys tried to do. But as far as Honor, um, because we are introduced to her and she's, like, essentially manipulating all these kids and putting them in these situations. But by the end of it, and I even kind of, like, said this out loud as we were watching it. Because I was like, it's kind of like, yeah, she was manipulating them. But, like, also, I feel like you're helping them, like, become more who they really are. Or, like, be more um, vocal. Or not even vocal. But, like, more visible about who they are versus, like, kind of being um, shut in. So, like, with Kennedy, she kind of seemed like she was a loner. Like, no one liked her. No one really understood her like you but like honor helped to be like oh even though it was in a manipulative way not condoning anything that honor did <laughs> even though her heart initially wasn't in the right place I think by the time we get to the end of the end of the movie before um it's revealed who Michael really is um we start to see that her heart her heart shifts into being in the right place. And so she helps Kennedy like make friends for people to like be like, oh she's actually cool. Oh, I understand her. Helped her get her be more like vocal about what she wants and like not like passive or like not in a way where like no one wants to listen or like disregards her. Like people actually wanted to hear what her opinions were. Um and then like helped her with her first uh Play, which happened to be a musical, that was a happy surprise. Like they did a, they did a good job of like, surprise and delighting me. If <laughs> this is just me, because again coming into this, I'm like, oh, I don't have to think about anything. I'm just gonna watch this. So they did a lot of surprise and delight. That when that first when they went into the first song, when they did the um production of the play, I was like, wait a minute, don't tell me this is a musical. <laughs> if he was for a while, you know, I love me a musical. So I was super happy to see that. Um, and I thought I was, I was like, oh, this is a cool musical. Like I would go see this. <laughs> so I thought that was fun. And then on the flip side with Travis, um, helping him to be more comfortable with who he is and being able like to be comfortable with who he is and like be okay with being who he is, um, publicly in school like knowing that like people have this perception of him being this jock and like all the girls want him but like that's not necessarily who he is um and then helping him to like be in or like get into the relationship that he was in with was it Gary? I think it was Gary who ended up playing like the lead role in the play which I was like oh he was perfect for this like he was made for this role (laughs) so I thought it was a super cute, super sweet um, movie with some very interesting um, twists that I genuinely was not expecting going into it. And I actually wasn't mad at it. So, again, this is one of the other one that I said that if I had kids, like, I wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't have an issue with them watching it. I would watch this one with them because of the teacher. And this is very inappropriate very inappropriate and there's like no one like yeah she's yeah honor makes references to it but like he was very much out of line and he should have been like fired or taken out of his position um not necessarily just blackmailed but like he should not be working in the school environment because he is a pedophile like that is the definition of someone who needs to not be working around, um, kids, and if you're, like, Eva, why are you so, like, if you listen to any of my Pretty Little Liars episodes, then you know how I feel about, um, child, uh, child child-adult relationships, even if they're, like, oh, I'm in high school, and I'm, like, 16, 17, and he's only, like, in his early 20s, like, no, 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 so, yeah, (laughs) that was, um, honor society last movie we are going to discuss is purple hearts we are flying through these um this one i actually had no plans to watch this i didn't even know what this was i was just on netflix and i was looking for something to watch it was a sunday night um apparently it had just dropped that weekend and i had no clue all i know is i saw sophia carson which i actually like um her i've seen her in quite a few things Most notably, she is from um, The Descendants, or not The Descendants, but Descendants, the um, movies, like the, I guess we can call it a trilogy, that was on Disney. And then, um, I don't think I still haven't watched the last one, because Cameron Boyce from that franchise, if you will, he ended up passing. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't, I don't think I can i think i could watch it that was very sad um so when i saw her i was like oh okay this looks kind of like maybe a lifetimey type of a movie don't know what this is watched the trailer i was like oh she's singing of course because Sophia carson sings i actually enjoy her music so I was like, okay that's fine oh he goes to um and he as in what is his name nicholas gallatin gallatin um, who plays Luke, is like, oh, he goes to the military and they're, like, faking that they're married because she needs him for his medical insurance. Or, yeah, medical insurance. And so I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I was not convinced by the storyline, not going to lie, <laughs> going into it. Like, watching the trailer, I was just like, huh. But I was like, I don't have anything to watch. And I enjoy watching things that Sophia Carson is in and there's the music so let's watch it again when I watch all these movies these are movies that I'm going into like oh, I don't have to think about anything like these are just literally me sitting on the couch not taking notes not doing anything just genuinely watching and being like okay um and it was two hours and I was like why is it two hours I don't even understand granted I don't know that it needed to be two hours but like I get it I get it but I genuinely enjoy this movie. I literally was like crying by the end of the end. It was so like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a sweet movie. I don't even understand. But yeah, no. I thought that this was such a, um, a like very like, yeah. It's like one of those ones where, so for me, Especially like these like romantic, lovey-dovey type movies. I do not like the ones where like someone's gonna die in the end from being like drastically sick. Like ever since I, I saw The Fall in Our Stars, like that ruined that type of a story for me. And I genuinely try to avoid any movie where like one of the main characters is very, very sick and they're gonna die. because I'm just like, no. Like I don't enjoy watching that type of stuff. And I like to enjoy what I'm watching. So, going into this, I was like, oh, she has diabetes. And I'm like, I have family members who have diabetes. Like, everyone doesn't die from having diabetes. I'm like, hopefully she's not going to die or whatever. But they're like, oh, it's going to be after a tragic thing happens, he ends up getting injured. And they have, like, clips of her, like, literally passing out in the trailer. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. But, like, no one died. Um, But it's essentially one of those stories where it's like, Granted, the story was storyline was very weak, especially like them getting into the situation that they're in. And I was like, it's just I was like, what is his drive to get into this relationship? And his like, oh, he owed this like guy a bunch of money. Which by the time we get to the end of it and what happens to him, I was just like, okay, this is little, this is a little all over the place. Um, apparently this is based off of a book that I've never read. Um, but essentially the whole idea is like two people with two completely different ideologies, beliefs, being able to come together, like love being the connecting factor for them. How true and realistic that is, I don't know. But like it works in like this type of a movie setting. And then you layer in there. I did find it interesting that we never saw him go to like any of her performances, even though all the songs she wrote was for for him and about him. Um, I thought that was an interesting um choice to make in like how everything played out. But um but we layer in like the music element of it. The songs were very, very good. Sophia Carson, so she not only starred in it, she uh, I think she was one of the directors or executive produced it. Um and then she also wrote the songs. Come back home, oh my gosh, so good. Um what was the other one. I didn't know was also good. I didn't know, I believe, was the one that she played on the piano at the end. Oh, my gosh. By that time, I was, like, bawling. <laughs> but then they ended it with, like, the very mu- uh, music video type ending where they're, like, laying on the beach and running and stuff. I was, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so funny. But the songs are really good. Even, like, the I Hate I hate the Way. I'm, like, seeing her, like, writing them throughout the um, the movie. Like, if it was one thing I could take away from the movie is the music. Cause the music was just so good. Um, but the story was cute too. And it was like, um, good to see, or like, int- I don't even say once it was interesting, but like we knew by the end of it, like they would end up together and want to stay married. I didn't think that he would actually end up going to jail or like, it's not even Joe. Cause he's in, is, it, is he in the army or is he in, I think it's the army. Um, they like put, he goes back to base and he's kind of like, I don't know what that looks like, (laughs) but he gets six months, um, because the guy that he ends up beating up after he like literally shows up at, um, Cassie's mom's place and like breaks in. And then, um, Luke goes to him, confronts him and is like, Here's the rest of your money. I never want to see you again. Literally beats him up. <laughs> and then so he feels hurt, and he goes and turns him in, which I didn't think was realistic. Like if you're a criminal doing criminal things, like are you really going to go to the authorities or are you going to try to take the person out yourself? Like I think the latter is more realistic than um, what he actually ended up doing. But he goes and like rats him out. And so they go to court. He pretty much takes the blame for everything. Um, and he gets six months. And then his f- father's story was also, like, interesting. Because it was just, like, um, uh, like, that was supposed to be, like, a driving thing. And it, um, but I actually enjoyed the moment. Like, I thought it it worked, the movie worked better when they were both in the same location. And, like, trying to learn each other. And, like, le- learning more about each other. Growing closer, and all that. I think that was more interesting word better versus when they were apart because it was like they were trying to it it genuinely felt like they were like trying to create like this fake thing that wasn't really like something real versus when they actually had to spend time together each had to take care of each other and like in moments because he was trying to walk again um individually run again and then she had like her um moments where she um What's the word like pass out from or had complications with her diabetes? So they both had those moments, um, but yeah, overall, I thought was super sweet. Um, Frankie, him dying, I was like, dang, that's so messed up. <laughs> like, I feel like that was the most genuine, like especially in the beginning before um, Luke came back home after being injured. I would have if I was like the higher ups and I saw him, I'd be like I feel like she's more concerned about Frankie than she is about like Luke. But now that was that I was like, why do you have to take Frankie out like that? Oh my gosh. But yeah. I thought it was a very, very, very sweet um movie. Not perfect at all. Um storyline wise, but I thought it was very, very sweet. Um, the music was great <laughs> and yeah, I was literally after I watched it, I was like, do I watch that again? I'm not gonna watch it again. But I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this made me cry. <laughs> but yeah. Those are all of the movies that I wanted to talk about. We got through quite a bit, I feel like in a very quick manner. Let me know what if any of these movies you watched, what you thought about them. And I will talk to you all in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currentlyvision on Instagram and at on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcast on. And I'll talk to you in the next one.